Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. A group of heroes and villains from the Marvel Universe are selected and transported to a strange planet by a mysterious being called the Beyonder. He demands them to slay their enemies, and he will grant them their deepest wishes. Battle lines are drawn, sides are taken, and some superheroes will never be the same in Secret Wars. is Gutter Trash, episode number 106, Marvel Superhero Secret Wars. My name is Eric. My name is Jason. How's it going? Excelsior! Excelsior, indeed. <laughs> uh, let's get hyped up. Let's do this, because oh, I, I am going to fucking pass out. You're going to crash? I'm going to crash hard I saw if you... I do not keep up with the energy level. I saw you guzzling some caffeine. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, I'm feeling a little better than I was before you got here. Right, right. Uh, when you, when you called me to see if it was okay, I had passed out while playing a game. <laughs> <laughs> was it, were, was it one of those, uh, 45 minute poker scenes, like? Uh, no, I was, uh, I was, uh, I recently got a game called, uh, Red Dead Redemption, uh, and, uh, I've just been sort of riding my horse, it's a western. I've been riding my horse, uh, exploring the area, and uh, apparently while I was out in the countryside, I uh, I just uh, passed out. Fell asleep on your horse. Fell asleep. Uh, you uh, you called, and I woke up, and I was just uh, walking the horse into a wall. Oh, <laughs> poor horsey. Yeah. <sighs> That's a bummer. But yeah, that uh, you are correct. That uh, there are some uh, very long uh, scenes of uh, poker playing uh, in the game, and uh, a couple other games here and there. There's blackjack. Oh, yeah. uh, roulette. Uh, not really, not yet. Anyway, yeah, if if go. there is, I don't know for sure. Uh, horseshoes, mm. and uh, something called liar's dice. Oh. It is got to be one of the most bullshit things I've ever seen in any game ever. What do you do? Uh, you sit at a table, you get uh, like six dice, you shake them up in a cup, and then you have to wager like how many sides are facing up or whatever. Uh. Like, uh, but like it's just a bullshit guessing game. And, right. Yeah, I did. It's bullshit. I I never liked... I mean, I'm not a huge video game fan anyway, but I never liked games within a game when it's something like that. When when it's like something randomized. Because I just... Maybe it's like a mistrust of computers. But I'm like, okay, I say it's going to be this and your computer, so you can just, you know, show me whatever screen you want. You know? You can cheat really easily. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why I don't play online poker. It could be, could be. Although, with online poker, you're playing against other folks. Well, really? Yeah. I thought it was just against the internet. No. 
Well, yeah, no. other, other folks on the internet. I'm, I meant like no, there's no Hal sitting back there right. somewhere, uh, you know, playing Texas Hold'em against you. You know, I don't know how the internet works. Yeah, I know. No, no, I mean just against Besides, uh, Hal is uh, definitely more of a uh, five card stud. Oh yeah, he was some kind of stud. That's oh, all I knew. Uh, um, bang, bang, bang! I give you the <laughs> give you the gun fingers. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I never liked poker anyway. Never did. I'm kind of a fan. Really? I don't understand the mechanics of the game, or the rules, or what beats what. But, but other uh, than that, <laughs> uh, I, I like seeing the pretty colors. Yeah, yeah. I like, like seeing the the uh, the jack turn sideways. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the the suicide king. Oh yeah, yeah. The the sword through his head. Wow. Yeah. You know, the the artwork. I, I enjoy looking at the patterns on the back of the cars. Oh yeah, those especially are like bicycle. They have some elaborate mm-hmm. elaborate patterns. Uh, bachelor party poker. They always have naked ladies all over them. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, what else? Uh, uh, there's comic book characters aplenty that uh, like the card games. Yeah, yeah, Gambit for uh, one. Two Face. Yeah, no, he's just a coin. Yeah, yeah. Man, I just, I'm over two. Isn't it? Yeah, uh, the Joker. That's Ooh, the one I was trying go, to think of. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, and of course the Royal Flush Gang. The Royal Flush Gang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Motorhead song, uh, Two of Diamonds. Uh. Um, everybody's favorite. This is uh, the one that they played on the young ones, right? Yeah, I think so. Or was that the one that they played on Mr. Bean? What? Are they on Mr. Bean? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, maybe they were. That would be awesome. Yeah. That would be awesome. Perhaps Hawkwind played on Monty Python. Was Mother, was it Lemmy and Hawkwind? Uh-huh. Wow. He got uh, kicked out of the band because he was uh, doing <laughs> drugs. He was too Lemmy-ish. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, you're just so much cooler than us. Get out. (laughs) (sighs) It's true. Yeah, I never liked any card games other than Uno, pretty Uh, much. You and I, we uh, we, uh, played Jen when we we travel. I don't, yeah, I don't like, uh, I don't like card games for money because I don't have enough money to spend. Oh, well, of course not. And then, and I've, you, I've, uh, I've played for money at a casino before, but, uh, mm-hmm. like, if I'm just hanging out with my friends, you know, it's just, it's all fake. See, but playing poker, not for money, I would bluff every single time. Like, right. like I wouldn't, like, if it was, like, played for pretzel sticks or, or pennies. Right, yeah. Even pennies. Like, I, every time I'm like, I have. Right, it's yeah. the best hand well, ever. Yeah, that's kind of the strategy of how to play that game too. <laughs> right, so, yeah. right. Well, but I mean, there's a lot of folding when you watch the professional poker. Well, the money players because they're pussies. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they're not like us. I bet I, I bet I could crush them in a in a Uno tournament too. Like draw four, they would just wet themselves and slink away from the table. <laughs> <laughs> and I would choose the same color. Like if it was already yellow, I'd be like, "Draw for yellow." Right, like, right. You can't do that. See, it's like when you when you play craps, and uh, you just always uh, write out one of the colors. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Always bet on black. That's what Wesley Snipes told oh, me. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that's what he was talking about. Yeah. I thought it was like a whole double entendre thing. He's just giving yeah. gambling advice. Yeah. Wow. Of course, you know he maybe should have listened to his own. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Maybe he just should not have gambled at all. Yeah, could be. Uh, did they ever arrest him? Did, did they capture him somewhere? I don't 
No. Yeah. I think him and uh, Randy Quaid are uh, <laughs> in a bungalow somewhere. I think Randy Quaid's currently uh, in Canada seeking uh, political asylum. <laughs> That's so crazy. And Wesley Snipes is just uh, running from the law. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, last these, I heard, anyway. What's wrong with these millionaire actors? I uh, know. They're crazy. Mm. They are crazy. Maybe that's why they're actors. Mm. Mm-hmm. That is most definitely why they're actors. Because they're a little nutty. Because they're a little nutty. Seeking attention. They're whores for the looky look. <laughs> but how about, like, Harrison Ford? That guy, he seems pretty private. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's uh, one of the rare exceptions. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess he was on Conan uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, oh, really? he was uh, drunk. Really? <laughs> yeah. Promoting <laughs> Cowboys and Aliens? Uh, no. Uh, Isn't he in that? Uh, he is in that, but mm. uh, that is like two years away from coming out. Oh, really? Yeah. That'd be like me trying to promote my graphic novel right now. Oh. You got a graphic novel coming out? <laughs> Maybe. Oh. If I ever finish... Uh, all the work that Matt Brassfield seems to con me into doing. <laughs> I still need to uh, scan you into scanning like 62 pages worth of comics, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you do. Mm. It's all a ploy to keep you from keeping ink from paper. Just keeping me down. Yeah. Everybody and Adam Hughes just fucking crushing me. <laughs> hey, always been in black. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's applicable. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Ah. <laughs> so. Marvel superheroes. Marvel superheroes. <laughs> Secret Wars. 12 issue limited series. This is the one that started it all, folks. Every reason that you currently hate comic books. Yeah. Is due <laughs> to Secret Wars. 1985? Three, three, four, I four? think. Wow. I bet there's probably a copyright notice in here somewhere. See, they say... Wasn't Contest of Champions before this, though? I don't know. Me and uh, Matt Brassfield were talking about that. I could swear that it was. But I it, could not remember. But wasn't... Even, even if it was, wasn't that just a one-shot? No, I think it was... Uh, I think it was a few issues, but it was only like four or five issues, something like that. Three, maybe. And also, uh, didn't that really only have like five characters in it? Like Hulk, Thing, and Colossus? It definitely didn't have as many as Secret Wars. Right. I mean, this had practically all the Avengers, all of the X-Men, and all of their villains. Contest Champions was probably like the demo tape, and this was the album. This is what they meant to do. Uh, 1984, according to this, yeah. is uh, when this first started being published. And I can tell you, from reading the Wikipedia page, oh. that uh, the reason Secret Wars existed in the first place was uh, due to, uh, uh, I believe it was, uh, I want to say Mattel, or maybe it was Hasbro, right. had the DC figures for the, the uh, Super Powers line. I think that was Hasbro. And uh, they were they were doing gangbusters. Uh-huh. And uh, Kenner wanted to get in on that action, that sweet, sweet superhero action. I think, actually, maybe it was Kenner that had the uh, superpowers. Oh, was it? Yeah, and okay. Mattel or Hasbro needed one of the sweet, sweet superhero action. So they decided to head their bench with uh, Marvel, All right. but Marvel didn't have a fucking thing to show for it. <laughs> so Jim Shooter said, uh, well, let's just do a series that has uh, all of the superheroes in it, 
and then we can sell some fucking toys. Yeah. 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 And that didn't work. Because <laughs> apparently those toys did not sell very well at all. They did not. I, I Actually, there's a, like a, I don't know, maybe, I don't know if you read the intro. There's like a two-page intro in here where Tom DeFalco or somebody talks about uh, that same very thing about, right, right, right. like, I guess Crisis was successful. No, this was the first. Oh, that was before Crisis? Uh-huh. Crisis is due to this. Oh, okay. Because he said they were ripping off DC. He calls them the dreaded competition, which right, I think right. is hilarious. Uh, DC, dreaded competition. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, maybe he's just talking about the toy line because, uh, he says, you know, he said if it wasn't for their, uh, the DC, whatever that they did, I guess he means superpowers. Yeah. Um, because he didn't say anything by name. But if it wasn't for that, yeah, there would have been no Secret Wars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, uh, it says here, the, uh, yeah, they're just talking about the, the connection between action figures and superheroes. Oh, yeah, because Crisis was 85, 86. Yeah. Uh. And, uh, also said in this, uh, here same intro uh. is, uh, we supplied that idea by creating the first company wide crossover in the history of comics. Holy shit. That's this, folks. 4,000 pages. Yeah. Of Secret With Wars. 500 word balloons per page. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, this, uh, this book, the success of this book, the, the toy line wasn't successful, but the book was. Mm-hmm. And the success of that book is the reason why comics suck nowadays. Yeah. Oh, why superhero comics suck nowadays. Because yeah, they, they were like, let's do this every year. Yeah. Let's have a big crossover every year. And now it's, uh, let's do this every fucking month. Yeah. Because yeah. that is Marvel's way now. You've yeah. heard me bitch about it before, folks. Everything they do is tied to an event of some sort. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, uh... Was... Some soulless event. Yeah, yeah. It's just like some horrible marketing yeah. event. Yeah. Not that this wasn't. I mean, that's what this was. That's what this was, but, uh... But fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh... But, uh, like, like, there's no real motivation other than just to sell the comics. Like, it, well, at least with this, they were attempting to also try to sell toys. Yeah. You know, like, like, there, there's nothing tying into anything other than let's just, uh, you know, stretch everything out into some sort of major event now. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Cause I can guarantee you that, uh, the way this book is right now, 12 issue miniseries, maxi series, whatever you want to call it, uh, would probably have been uh, this plus a bookend. Oh, yeah. Uh, a one shot uh, starter bookend and a one shot uh, epilogue bookend. Uh, 17 tie in miniseries. Oh, yeah. Uh, ranging anywhere from three to six issues in length each. And then, of course, all the. All the crossover issues. The crossover issues uh, in the individual books, of right, course. Right, right, yeah. right. Uh, at least this was fucking self-contained. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, I mean, there were clearly, you know, uh, uh, hints in the regular title, like, you know, uh, the issue of Spider-Man and X-Men or whatever, where right. they find out about the Secret Wars and, like, to kind of lead you into reading the miniseries. Right, right. And there are repercussions, like, you know, <clears throat> some costume changes and whatnot. Right. That well, let's uh, let's get into that. I think uh, Secret Wars is probably most famous for being the uh, place where Spider-Man got his black costume. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's right. Uh, I'm not sure of the timeline exactly of like how they published it, but uh, like like I think maybe they were doing Secret Wars like all throughout, and then like uh, you know like it ended, and they uh, like tied it into the books. I'm not sure because because I, I think 252 is the first one with. Um, yeah, yeah. Two fifty two is the first one with Spidey's black costume. Right. And at the beginning here, they show a scene from Spider Man two fifty one, right. where he's finding the base. So, like, did right. they did they take a break publishing? Or? No, that that's that's what I was getting into. Here, yeah. Was that because I have the uh, the trade the the alien suit saga or whatever? Yeah. Uh, it's like picks up with uh, two fifty two and like the first couple pages of them returning from uh, Battle World and then, okay. Uh, but I th- think that uh, either this had ended by that point, or mm. maybe issue eight of this is not the first appearance of the black costume, <laughs> as everyone seems to say. Oh wow, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how. That, yeah, I'd be curious yeah, to see how there's no break out. in between uh, issues of Spider-Man. Like they were monthly still. Yeah, they were still monthly. They they. Issue 251, he goes into the machine. Issue 252, he comes out. Secret Wars is over. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe, yeah, maybe, wow, that's crazy. <clears throat> maybe 252 came out before Secret Wars 8, but, like, it was such in such a way that they were, like, trying to get you to read the series. Yeah, like, what the fuck happened? Right, yeah. You know, that's possible. I think uh, that may have happened indeed. I don't know. It's been wow. a while since I've read that other uh, book that I just mentioned. I'll have to. We have both of those at Mavericks, I think. Yeah. Secret Wars Eight and Spider Two Fifty Two. I'll I'll look and see what month the publication is. Yeah. Yeah. Curious. Uh, hell, we can do that uh, here on a break. I'll just go get that trade paperback. We'll go look at the reprinted covers that are in both trades. Holy shit! Fuck and yes. So here we go. Secret Wars, Marvel superheroes. <laughs> The book that started it all. All of the crap that you hate in superhero comics. This is this is fault. And what a piece of shit comic this is. <laughs> what a gigantic fucking pile Aww. of poop. I thought it was fun. Boop! I thought it was really, really, really fun. Holy <clears throat> Christ. There is not a more insulting, <laughs> dull, retarded comic that I have ever read. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, really? Oh my Christ. Like punching me in the head with retard. But, it's fun! This is everything about old comics that I hate. Hate! Even Mike Zek artwork? It's not that great. I've seen him do better. I've seen him do better. I like his Punisher stuff better. Yeah, yeah. But, and, uh, uh, not to mention the fact that he didn't draw the whole damn series. No, he just, like, kind of bookended it. Uh, and even that, there was, like, some I panels. think there was only, like, three issues in between where, where someone else drew it. And right, that person right. was Bob Layton, and he is fucking awful, too. <laughs> There's even a couple issues that I swear, like, have, have, like, eight different artists in the single, in the same issue, like... Maybe, like, eight different eakers. Well, there's even... It's probably Terry Austin, but there's even one panel with She-Hulk in it that I'm like, that has to be Art Adams, but I can't find his name anywhere on here. So I'm thinking, uh... I saw that panel, too. You know what I'm talking about? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's Art Adams. I know. And I looked back, and he's he's nowhere. Like, Paul Neary's in there, and John Byrne somewhere, but... Probably, yeah. But, uh... That's, uh, I guess it means, uh, Mike Zek's slow. 
Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the the issues that he actually had nothing to do with at all were drawn by Bob Layton, and they are terrible. And like uh, almost uh, Peter Snayberg terrible. Oh wow! Yeah, you're not a fan of this neighbor. No, I am not. If this book had uh, had been mine, I would have torn it up. <laughs> oh, really? No. Before I got to read it? Yeah. Wow. Uh, but I, I handed you the pieces, <laughs> uh, giving you some tape, right, right, and uh, said, "Go nuts." <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, uh, I did not like this book at all. I, I, I mean, like, I'm not kidding. I'm not trying to be obtuse. But I had more fun reading the first nine issues of this than I've had reading comics in a long time. The last two, two or three issues, uh, I thought just it just kind of it just kind of petered out. It really did. Yeah. But I had so much fun. I w- I like I I loved reading all nine issues. I read every fucking word. I, I, like even every every even time, the endless recaps, even the recaps, and like that take pages, <laughs> pages. I, you know, my, I think my favorite is how they keep insisting on introducing all the characters, <clears throat> and like they tried more and more inventive ways. Like, you know, the first issue there's a roll call, and you're like that seems obvious, right? And then later there's like. I'm gonna probe inside his mind and see who all. I just found that insulting. <laughs> I just. Uh, that, uh. My favorite was when a uh, uh, Johnny Storm was smoking weed with an alien, and uh, <laughs> and he was. <clears throat> and, like, I think they were just drinking uh, mushroom tea. Actually, <laughs> they, they smoked something. Uh, they, they, they had a hookah. Yeah, okay, all right. They had a hookah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, she was seeing all the characters Well, or yeah, that's what I thought. They didn't have a hallucination. It was yeah. mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> it's alien weed. <laughs> Maybe they had both. Mushroom mushroom tea and alien weed. <laughs> that was fun. I loved... Uh, you didn't love, like, all the comedy relief with Wasp worrying about breaking her nails and her hair? No, not, not, not at all. <laughs> she, needs a, she needs a salon on Madison Avenue. No. <laughs> Just insulting... Oh, Jim Shooter is a terrible writer, and and this is like to me one of the worst examples of writing comics the Marvel way. Mm-hmm. You know, like the old school. Uh, here's just a loose plot. You know, artist go draw it, right, right? And then I'll figure out what the hell's going on after. It did seem very like kind of written along the way. Yeah, and and you know what? It really struck me as like seriously. I thought about this as a, I like couldn't figure it out. I was like, why am I having so much fun reading this? And like halfway through it, like around issue five, I I realized this is exactly like what would happen if me and my brother had toys of all these characters and we were like, hey, let's play. Right. Like, this is exactly how we would write the story. Like, like things start in this book where they're like, let's go do this. And they start to do it and someone's like, no, let's not because that's a bad idea. And they're like, okay, let's go this way. And like, like, like it seems like nothing is planned out. So basically, uh, it's a clusterfuck. It's a clusterfuck. <laughs> but it's, it reminds me of like the plots that me and my brother would right, make up right, when we were playing, and it just seemed like dumb fun. Oh, well, dumb maybe fun. that's uh, maybe that's where I'm having the problem is that I never had anybody to play with. Aww, you didn't get to play with Secret Wars. Nope. Did you have any Secret Wars? I had one. I had Wolverine. Aww. I did not know who Wolverine was when I had it. <laughs> Aww. Aww, you're breaking breaking my heart. After this, during the break, we're gonna play toys. <laughs> I've seen a I've seen a Hellboy and a Booster Gold around here. We're, 
We're going to take Booster Gold and Hellboy to Battle World. <laughs> if I can find a leisure suit, I'm going to be the Beyonder. Okay. And this is another problem I have. Yeah. Is that I totally 100% expected that the leisure suited Beyonder to show up at I, some point. I know. Me too. And he did not. And, and I even knew, like, because I read these when I was a kid, and I even remember now that you never saw him, like, after I read it. Right. But as I was reading it, I kept expecting him to show up in that white suit. Yeah. And I was like... That's all I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I did not enjoy this at all. I did not have fun reading it. It reminded me of just... Like... It's, uh... Like, I wish comics were as batshit crazy as this is. All right. Uh, but comics nowadays are just so much better written and structured story-wise. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's where my problem lies. Right. I want that, you know, modern-day storytelling style combined with the batshit crazy. <laughs> right. But, you know, we don't get that either. You want, we, like, you want, like, Ed Brubaker doing Adam West Batman? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I see. I thought it was great. I mean, like, I I thought it was super cool that you got to see, you know, some characters interacting that you know you're not used to, like especially all the Doctor Doom like inner voice stuff. I thought that was pretty fun. Like you kind of got to know his character a little more. Uh, it, maybe it's the age of the thing and that. Uh... You know, I've seen all of this before. Right. You know? <clears throat> like, like, this is the... I mean, this may have been the first crossover, but it's not my first crossover. Did you did, so <clears throat> did you read this when you were younger? I've never read this. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I read all these when I was a kid. <clears throat> so I got some nostalgia the factor yeah. kicking in there, too. Yeah, yeah I did. Uh, I've never read this before now. Okay. There. Yeah. I had I had every single issue of this, and I eventually sold them right. when uh when the Spider Man costume was worth money. Right, right. Because that that's your that's what you do. Yeah, I oh yeah, I'll sell I'll sell any comic that's worth money. Like I don't care, seriously. Like if I like it, it's gone. You know, and I'll buy a I'll buy a second printing later, or you know years later when it's not popular anymore, I'll buy it again. Right. And I I do that like like uh. I mean, especially working at Mavericks for... I mean, I'm almost at the end of my second decade. Right, yeah. So, like, everything comes through eventually. Right. And so, all of the joy in your life is gone. All, it's all gone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, if something's worth money, I'll sell it and buy other comic, you know, buy something else to read. Right. Unless it's, like... The only ones that I would never sell are, like, ones that either my friends made or that I've got, like... You know, if I've had autographed in person, I wouldn't sell any of those. But anything else, it's up for grabs. Hmm. So, uh, so what do you think of of uh, the Molecule Man being uber powerful in this? Uh, it was that was interesting, right? It was interesting, and it would have been fine if he wasn't such an annoying fucking <laughs> character. But that's what made him so cool. Well, he was yeah. so annoying, and like this hot broad is all about him. Yeah, like literally because she's Volcana. Right. Hot, yeah. Hot uh, I, guess, okay. I, I got your joke. Thank you. Uh, okay. Speaking of that, where the fuck did those people come from? <laughs> yeah. Uh, where did? 
there's a couple things like that, that. Yeah. And, like, it is. And, like, again, it's just like you were playing with toys when you were kids. Like, in the first issue, Professor X is in his wheelchair. Yeah. Then he's, like, and he's walking not. around, and, yeah. he, and they never mention it. They kind of mention it that, uh, hey, I was brought here in my wheelchair. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> did, did they bring him in the wheelchair so you would know who he is when the story started? I honestly think that they had no idea that he could walk in the X-Men. <laughs> That's possible. That is what I think. I think that they went into this having no clue. Jim Shooter, editor-in-chief of Marvel, had no clue what was going on in any of those books right. when he when he started doing He's this. He's like, I remember X-Men. Or, or Mike Zek, because, again, it's uh, the whole, oh, yeah. you know, uh, hey, Professor X and the X-Men show up. I don't read the X-Men, That's but possible. I know what they look like. That's possible, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's possible. <laughs> and then he was like, I'll draw Lockheed in there. And then Jim Shooter was like, no, no, no. Right. Let's have Lockheed disappear for 10, 11 issues. <laughs> <laughs> Until the very end. Oh, look, there's Lockheed. Yeah. And occasionally they'll mention, oh, where's Lockheed? And I can swear that there is a Falcon Secret Wars action figure. Oh, there's a Daredevil action figure, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Apparently there was going to be more action figures if that title or if that line of toys had uh, taken off, including a Dazzler. Ooh. Uh, wow. Never got made, though. I know someone who would have been really excited about that. I know Doogie. someone, too. Oh, I was thinking of Zippy. Yeah, Doogie yeah. and Zippy. Yeah, that's what brought them together as friends in the first Their place. Their mutual love of the roller skating heroin. Right, yeah. Uh, and doing heroin while on roller skates. <laughs> Both fun, fun creations. <laughs> so, uh... So while I was reading this book, other than just being frustrated and slamming my head into the wall while trying to read it, right. in the week and a half long mega effort it took me to get through it, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just kept thinking that, you know, they don't remake comics. Someone should totally remake this comic. Or you mean like how they do movie remakes? Right. But then, like, they change some things. Right, yeah. Modernize it. Streamline it, modernize it, you know. Wow. Yeah. Now there's an idea. Yeah. Get it out in the ether, if you're listening. It's out there. Yeah. Kurt Dins, do it. Yeah. Wow, that's a good idea. I want to see Kurt Dins do Secret Wars. Now. When I'm done with Fantastic Four number nine, I'll do. I'll have people do Secret Wars. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm at page 307, only 12 more pages to go. How long is this book? Uh, it is 334. I was pretty close. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right, though. This was, I mean, like, you know, even as someone who did enjoy it, like, millions of times more than you did. Right, right. Um, wow, yeah, I spent all week in my free time reading this book. Right. Like, because I never read more than two in one setting. Right. Because, you know, each one takes, like, half an hour. It's a long read. Yeah. yeah. It's a very <laughs> long read. <laughs> There's, like, a splash page in the 12 issue miniseries. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love how eclectic... Towards the end! Yeah, it's like a two-page where they're fighting <laughs> yeah. all those monsters. I love how eclectic it is, though, where, where, like, if you randomly open up this book, there's probably two or three different scenes on every page. Like, like it's short attention span theater. It, yeah. Like, it just pops around all, everywhere. That, that is one thing it definitely has over modern comics, is that uh, they do cram a ton of shit into there. Yeah. But at the same time, this really could have been cut in half. Yeah. Because there's a lot of scenes of them just hanging out in their fortresses. Right. Arguing, not doing really anything. I loved the, I loved the arguing, though. Like, how the X-Men kind of went off on their own. Like, I thought that was good. Because, like, it wasn't so cut and dried, like, the good guys and bad guys. There was, like, 
you know, you had Magneto being kind of good, and then Wasp went over and kind of was making out with Magneto, <laughs> and he made her a comb. That was yeah. hilarious. That was funny. And uh, and then yeah, and like uh, even Doctor Doom, he kind of seemed good, and I liked how there was like a lot of gray area. Uh, our, uh, our good friend Brian John Mitchell has been chomping at the bit to talk, uh, to us about this, I think. Yeah. Uh, one thing he mentioned was that, uh, he was surprised at how much relationship talk was in the book. Oh, yeah. And there is. Like, like, characters are oh, all yeah. trying to, like, fuck each other while they're oh, on yeah. this <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Iron Man's all about Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, Colossus is crying about how much he loves this alien girl that can't even speak his language. Right. Uh, but she loves Johnny Storm. Yeah. And he doesn't give a shit about he's, her. He just wants to love him and leave him. Uh, Reed misses his wife. Yeah. Uh, Captain America. Uh, he's just jerking off in a pantry or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Somebody out the Falcon. Somebody else. There was another. Oh, uh, well, we got uh, Molecule Man and Volcana. Titanium. Titanium. Absorbing Man. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's a fuck fest. <laughs> I should call it, I should call it, uh, I don't know. You know. Fuckfest. Instead of Marvel Superheroes, Fuckfest. Yeah. Yeah, that probably would have sold some action figures. Probably would have, yeah. Uh, Kmart couldn't have stocked the shelves fast enough. (laughs) Gold Circle. Uh, Of course, we have uh, Galactus and Doctor Doom. uh, What the fuck each other? (laughs) Galactus... Okay, yeah, that is another thing. Is like towards the end of the book, I don't know if Jim Shooter thought it was a sixteen issue miniseries, but he just kind of like, you know, like Galactus. They just never, they just leave him. They just forget him. He's in outer yeah. space. Like they never really say much about him. Right. And then even the villains, um, the last thing you see is them. They're still floating through space. Right. Like Molecule in Man. Denver. Yeah, in Denver. Yeah. And Den- and uh, Doc Ock has just been captured by Molecule Man with concrete. Yeah. And then like. They're in the middle of a scene, and it just disappears, and they never cut back to them. Right. And also, like, the whole purpose of, of this book, like, was, you know, them, you know, uh, the Beyonder comes and says, you know, slay your enemies, and then you'll get, grant your, uh, your your deepest desires. Right. And they don't do any of that. <laughs> and then uh, it gets to the point where it's like they realize, no, oh, the book is over. Uh, okay, the heroes all go home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just, like, no build-up to them going home. Yeah. They, they don't find any kind of device that will send them home. It's just like, okay, we can go home now. Yeah. Yeah, let's just get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> let's blow this pop stick. And in, in the last two pages, like, seven characters get new costumes, you know? Uh, yeah, and uh, Ben Grimm uh, stays on, on the planet there, and uh, uh, apparently he had his own... Adventures in, in space and the, for a while. And that's when he did the intergalactic boxing or wrestling, yeah, yeah, yeah. wrestling with it. But they uh, they also like they keep there, there's some there's some like uh, subplots that never get they never expand on like like the Hulk seems to be getting more more uh, uh, ragey ragey yeah, yeah. yeah and then like I thought they were building up to something with that but nope. maybe they just put that in the regular title and he went back I don't know could be, could be either way it was disappointing to have them talk about it so much and never do anything with it yeah that is what this book is and that's a big reason why I disliked it right was that so many things get introduced and nothing gets resolved I, I bet it is one of those things though that in their individual titles a lot of it gets addressed right I and, mean, well, I, I can certainly speak for for the Spider-Man thing because I've read that. Right. But, you know, 
Like, uh, I don't know about uh, I, any of the things. I can kind of forgive a lot of it, though, just because I think it is dumb fun. Like, I think it was written for kids. It was obviously written for kids. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not a kid, so maybe that's why I didn't enjoy uh, right. it. You know, I don't have the nostalgia that you had for it. Right. Uh, you know, and, and uh, like, you know, I don't want my, when I read superhero comics now, I don't want them to be, you know, deathly serious and grim, you know. Civil I, War. Right, yeah, I want them to be fun and stupid, but I want them to be well done on top of that. Right, and like uh, Next what, Wave or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect example. Yeah. I've never even read that. Right. And I know, I know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Next Wave is, I think, my idea of, like, what a perfect superhero comic should be. Or Invincible, maybe. Invincible is very good as well. And then Jack Staff. Jack Staff, amazing. Yeah. You have picked some fantastic choices. <laughs> and these are all, like, my favorite superhero books yeah. that have come out in, like, the past ten years. Right, right. Uh, Jack Staff comes out, I think it... No, 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 it doesn't come out this week. Never. Uh... <laughs> But, uh, you know, the, those are all done with, with uh, you know, maybe not experimental storylines, but, you know, they, they, they have uh, weight when they need to. Uh, but know. they're fun. But, yeah, overall That's, they're just fun. Like, the bottom line is those are really fun titles and right. fun stories. Yeah. And they don't yeah. take themselves too seriously. Right, right. And, like, Invincible gets dark. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and uh, you know, it's occasionally very uh, violent and, and uh, uh, quote-unquote mature. But, you know, and then they're building, like, a huge storyline that goes from issue one. Right. But at the same time, you're never lost while we're reading it. You're never confused. Uh, and, and, but, and they tie up the loose ends. Right, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, uh, no, I, I know what you mean. Like, yeah. the, I think this was one of those things, like, clearly it was an experiment because they were like, what the fuck are we doing? You know, we're right. putting all these characters in one book. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think it was perfect, but... I think it was really fun. At least, I bet at the time, like, it blew everyone's minds, probably. Like, like I know, I, you know, it probably didn't blow my mind because I had been playing with all those toys and, like, and me and my brother were having the same characters and adventures together, like, crossover. So, I mean, like, it wasn't, like, completely new for me to see Wolverine and Spider Man together, but, but as a comic book reader at the time, I bet it, I bet it was pretty, like, Amazing to see all that going on. I can imagine. I mean, yeah, uh, totally. Like the, this was the first, you know, major crossover that had every major character. You know, yeah, like yeah. With, with a few exceptions. You know, obviously Daredevil mm-hmm. and, and other characters were were not in it. Howard the Duck, right? Howard the Duck, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, like I said, half the Avengers are in it. Half the X Men are in it. You know, at that point in time, when had they ever crossed over? You know? Three fourths of the Fantastic Four were in it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or four fourths if you count the end of the book, She Hulk Jones, <laughs> which is four fourths equals one. Spoiler. Say it. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't read it by now, you're not gonna. <laughs> I hadn't read it by then. And you're right. Like I, I was thinking about. We were talking the other day before I'd even finished reading it. How I was like, I, I think I need to get a copy of this just to have in my collection. And you said the only thing available is this hundred dollar hardcover, which you can find for sixty nine dollars on Amazon. Right, sixty nine, brother. <laughs> but just like Colossus and Zazaz had, <laughs> not Zazaz, Zazi, Zazi, Zazaz is the guy from Batman. <laughs> they may see that working out. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's Russian. They're all gay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Ultimate Colossus is gay. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 
But yeah, and, and yeah, Zaz you, likes to kill people and keep a tally on his skin. <laughs> That's pretty gay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the figurative sense. But, <laughs> but. You, you mean all gays aren't serial killers? <laughs> not all of them. Okay. Yeah. Just, just most of them. Yeah, just yeah. most. But no. Um, I think it's a cause and effect thing. Yeah. Like, I think, <laughs> no, no, that's not good enough. Uh, hey, there's a protest at a soldier's funeral tomorrow. Want to go? Oh my god. Is it those Christian gay yeah. bashers? Yeah. <sighs> you know, I, I believe in God, and I, and I think he hates those people. Yeah, he has to. Yeah. I don't believe in God, but if there is, yeah, he fucking hates those fuckers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you can find used copies of this trade with a different cover for some reason. For a like, better cover? A better cover. For 30 bucks used. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is, what it, What was this? Uh, this was 25 Brand new. Brand yeah. new. Yeah. This came out in, I think, 99. This version of the trade. Mm. Yeah. With the uh, super crappy Salvador La Roca cover. It's not the best cover. It's terrible. What the fuck is Captain America standing on? Um... If you can tell me that, then I, I resign that uh, this is a terrible fucking cover. And it's a brilliant oh, cover. Man. If you can tell me what he is standing on. Iceman's Ice Bridge? Nope. So Iceman's not in there. <laughs> it's because he made the bridge and then he skedaddled. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, he's not standing on It's a very Liefeld-designed cover. Yes, yes it is. Like, Just scattershot. It's much like the story inside. <laughs> There's no real rhyme or reason. <laughs> oh... Oh. I I love the scenes at the, of the villains wa- pacing around in the Denver apartment at the end though. That's pretty surreal and weird. Yeah, like they're like crunched up on a couch together, like Observe Man and uh, Doc Ock. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's that's pretty funny. Well, I I I totally see your point of view. I, mean, I, I totally see your point of view. I, I had fun though. I think that uh, if this was something that I had read when when I first started getting into comics. Then I would probably have that tinge of nostalgia, but right. uh, yeah, I just I don't have it. Didn't do it. Uh, I'm looking at this from, from jaded, cynical <laughs> eyes, and from the eyes of a man who's been forced to buy House of M and Civil War. Wasn't forced to buy any of those, but uh, was forced to experience them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They bled over into your titles. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty much why I barely read any Marvel books anymore. You know, okay, I will tell you one funny thing that you will appreciate about this. And I, I completely, like, didn't, like, the, the one the one thing that reminded me of this was this one specific panel right here on page 75 when uh, it says, Moments later, and uh, Titania and Volcano are coming out of the the uh, tube things right, that from, Dr. Doom... From where they came from nowhere. Originally. They came from nowhere, yeah. Right, right. Um uh, the picture of Volcana here reminded me of the sticker I had of Volcana when I was a kid. And uh, they made, like, Secret Wars stickers. Okay. They were, like, tiny, like, half the size of a baseball card, probably. You know, but, like, in, you know, the right, right. horizontal was the vertical. And uh, and we had a ton of them when I was a kid. And my brother, not, you know, my brother wasn't, like, he could draw, he could sketch around, but he wasn't artistically inclined. Right. So he made these comic books where he would, he would, uh, he would draw word balloons and then slap stickers of the Secret War characters and he would write his own stories though you know, he would like, make up his own story and he would sell those to me <laughs> and I still have some of them and I I should show you the one like the one of them like there's like a 
I mean, like, she's not even Volcana in the comics. There's right. an explosion, and this lady's like, help, I'm on fire! And it's that exact picture of Volcana walking out of there. And I was like, <laughs> when I was reading this, I was reminded of that, and I was like, man, he really he really milked me for some cash. He slapped some stickers and word balloons on, on like, lined notebook paper. You know? <laughs> and he got... He, you know, he was five years older than me, and he got my, like, allowance. Right. So he could go buy, like, DVDs, or not DVDs, but VHS tapes. Or right, something. right. Or porn. Or porn, yeah. <laughs> so, so there was a little bitter nostalgia tied to, tied to right. it as well. Well, that's good. <laughs> Let us all be like, I'm glad you didn't totally enjoy it. <laughs> I would have felt bad. <laughs> <coughs> Uh, so yeah, there's there's that, and that happened. <laughs> uh, so do you, if I picked Secret Wars two for a future episode, would you veto? Probably not. I don't know if it's written by Shooter or not. I don't know if it is or not either. But I do know for a fact that uh, White Jumpsuit Beyond is right, in it. Right. And I've got a Jones in for some White Jumpsuit Beyond. And I think it's shorter. I don't think it's twelve issues. Yeah, I think it was like eight, maybe. Yeah, nine, maybe. I would, I would read it. I would, I would uh, probably complain just as much, <laughs> but I would read it. And, and you know what is funny also is like you said, this has been a week long endeavor to read. I. I didn't, but like two weeks ago, I mentioned that I bought all those underground comics, those yeah. Robert Crumb books that I found at in the <clears throat> hippie town. And all week, all I've read, the all I've read this week, because I usually like have something else re- I'm reading. All I've read was Secret Wars and Robert Crumb comics, <laughs> and I would read like some every day of each one, right. and it was like this bizarre <laughs> melding, you know, <laughs> of like two ends of the comic book spectrum. <clears throat> It was great. So what did you think about the uh, Mr. Natural Galactus <laughs> battle? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I loved it when uh, Robert Crumb, like, uh, you know, you know, asked fucked Titania and stuck her foot in, his, in her own mouth. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Maybe I'm mixing two things up. I don't know. <laughs> and then Robert Crumb got that new costume. It, feel, it, it was great. Uh, uh. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I don't know that I have uh, much more to, to go on. Uh, thank you, Matt Brassfield, for letting us oh, yeah. borrow this. Yeah. It was uh, back when I put out the call for books to read. He uh, suggested this, and uh, he had a copy to lend us. He's a good guy. Because I certainly wasn't going to pay $100 for yeah. uh, Or 69 Or $69, or $30, no. or anything <laughs> for this book. Right. Yeah. And if we checked out the library, we would have had to recheck it. Because, at least four times. Yeah. Yeah. That's how long it took to read. Alright, let's take a break. Sounds like a plan. Alright. What if I had the power to gather all of my favorite MCs with the illest comic book characters and they became arch enemies? Inconceivable, unbelievable, yet as wild as it seems, the Emperor and Stan Lee were coached the two opposing teams. Keep it clean, no bats, no gas, guns, or interference. Comic book characters would go head up with raw lyrics. Now I take whoever might be on break from doing tours and have them sign up for the last Emperor Secret War. Sure, for that kind of capacity, we need a crazy large arena that might stretch from West Philadelphia to East Medina. Now, if I'm able, I'll put it on pay per view through my and get free tickets to my neighborhood bums with no cable. Yeah, that sounds fat. Now that we squared away the propositions, let's begin with the ultimate tough man competition. 
Send off, it's the fight of the century. KRS and Professor X will battle each other mentally with rhymes. These two team captains waste no time. Charles Xavier tried to invade the mighty Chris Parker's mind. He shot a cerebral probe at Chris's mind and he missed it. Professor X gets taken out by the Blastmaster's metaphysics. Round two, new fight, words of life, you gotta see this. Locked in Mortal Kombat is Doctor Strange and the genius. Yes, yeah, son, he's no match. Let that grafted wizard have it. My liquid sword slasher straight through Doctor Strange's mind. Another one down, and now the score is two to zero. By words from the genius, and he's still my rhyming hero. Now the next battle was conducted in a rough-like manner, specifically between Reggie Noble and Dr. David Banner. Or should I say the Incredible Hawk when he zamped off the gamma? But Reggie Noble soon became the Incredible Red Man and slammed him. You know how Red Man gets when his adrenaline starts pumping. He started sketching in the ring, so then the thing tried to jump in. Ben Grimm leaps into the ring, and at the Red Man he lunges. But Reggie Noble dropped him with two Brick City punches. Rhymes by the bunches, bumps get dirtier than Middle Eastern dungeons. Ready to set this like Detective Columbo with his hunches. Now while the refs clean out the ring, cause the last fight was so intense. Let's do this live interview with a brother named Common Sense. Yeah, yeah, it's Common Sense. A nice man tried to freeze me, so I took him to Chicago and told him to take it easy. He couldn't see me with my Applejack hat and high tops. Colossus and Cyclops, I got no idea why not. So look at Common Sense, yo, that last album was tight. Let me get back into the ring and evaluate the next fight. Now the next fight had to be the craziest of all times. We got Dr. Octopus versus the mighty Buster Rhyme. Doc Ock versus Buster, man, that stuff is dead. He'll get his eight arms ripped off going up against the dread. Ha, now Dr. Octopus, who, who you think you grabbing? The Garker never lose, so you know it will never happen. Lyrically making me sleepy, you need a nap when I slap you with my dress lights out. You you'll just look at my eyes, I see the demise of another superhero. Next up, we got Roscoss in the box with Magneto. Now anything goes when Magneto battles foes, but Roscoss had him shivering, delivering ultramagnetic blows. Magneto is now deceased, and a wise man once said it best. The sun rises in the east, but they can still set it in the west. Now with all these heroes down, Stanley refuses to surrender. He got stormed from the X-Men as if I couldn't match the gender. Stanley shouts, Excelsior. hey yo Stan, you best to chill. There's no match for Storm. I guess he's never heard of Lauren Hill. Now we all know Storm controls the temperature of the weather. Started running off at the lip and El Book was like, Whatever. see she just got home from tour, a bit too tired to spar. So she clocked Storm over the head with my man Wyclef's guitar. All silence is ceased, out of nowhere comes the beast. Versus J. Wu, the damage of the black prophet from the east. Release rhymes that will pound you into the ground, there'll be no round two. Another victory for hip-hop by the Dirty Rotten Scoundrel. Now the underground sewer system that lies deep below the ring is where the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Dos Effects both do their thing. Leonardo and Donatello, they well know that we can do this. Kickity crazy crazy, head them both way wrong. Now Raphael and Michelangelo, those two other sewer brothers, book smacked them with the Dos Effects logo, the man who cover. Whether you're plant or animal, vegetable or miggity mineral, before you step the Dos Effects, you best be hard like a criminal. Sending you back to ringside just when you thought it was over. Late entry into the competition, come G.I. Joe and Cobra. Mercenaries and soldiers, G.I. Joe was rolling thick, so I got the military of hip-hop, a.k.a. the boot camp click. World for 3 for 96 in the midst of all these troops. I can see General Buckshot going toe-to-toe with Duke. Salute the captain when it comes to rapping, because now we know who's hard. Catch a wreck like stealing tech up against the Crimson Guard. Charging after you, smashing you, metaphorically bashing through the entire Joe team as OGC and Rocky Arash. Then all of a sudden, I hear this real loud crack. The military partnership, Big Rock just broke roadblocks. By now, Stan Lee and his team are ripped apart at the seams. His last resort was Weapon X from Canada, Wolverine. You know the routine, his claws can rip rappers for days. Oh, here comes a method man, a.k.a. Johnny Blaze. Wolverine, you can't have
name? Quincy Cal does his thing. Paralyze you with the venom from the method man's fame. Now in the final hour, as the stratosphere gets darker, the last battle is between Isaiah Jones and Peter Parker. Nasty Nas, the halftime head ringer, versus your web slinger. Illmatic versus radioactive in the rotten apple with the dead linger. He made Peter Parker curse the day that spider ever bit him. And gave him a copy of the brand new LP, it was written. These are my secret wars, not yours, ask the beyonder. My prelude like Hondas to produce their bodies like Rwanda. Now to all up and coming MCs, I got a question. If I made a Secret Wars Part 2, would your name even be mentioned? Would you make the final cut? I'll make the nice and skip their titles up. Writing rhymes slash fighting crimes like the Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt. Just stick around for the next battle slash adventure. And if you happen to see Stan Lee, tell him the last Emperor sent you. Welcome back, True Believers, to Gutter Chat. <laughs> So uh, we just uh, discovered, found out, did some research, uh, did some research that uh, Amazing Spider-Man 252 came out at the exact same time as Secret Wars number one. Uh-oh. Meaning it is the first appearance of the black costume. Watch out. Yeah. <laughs> Technically speaking, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It was printed first and published first. And, uh, you know, uh, I've got the... Uh, the Saga of the Alien Costume Trade paperback here in my hand. It's so cool that you have that. Uh, is it? Yeah, because it's obviously, you want to read this, you yeah. don't want to collect this. Right. This yeah. is cool. <clears throat> this is good. Um, <clears throat> this publishes issues 252 through 259. I believe he loses the costume in issue 258. Which means that he had it for all of six issues. And so he was back to his regular costume before Secret Wars even ended. <laughs> really? Oh, man. It's lame. But then, <clears throat> then he got it back later, right? Didn't uh, he? he wore like a like cloth of, costume. And Web of Spider-Man, he had he, the black. He, he wore a cloth version. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. okay. Not to the alien version. Symbiote. Because oh. that went to Eddie Brock. Who? Who is it? Eddie Brock. Also. Topher Grace. Topher Grace, okay. Yeah. From Predators. Yeah. yeah. Which I just watched over the weekend. For the first time? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Good? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, me yeah. too. Uh, same with, uh, also watched uh, The Expendables. Mm-hmm. Lots of action this well, weekend. Lots of action. Yeah. Wow. And uh, then Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> lots of action. Ass to ass. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, it was a long weekend. I had a lot of time to watch movies. It was the Thanksgiving weekend. It was indeed. Did you give thanks? I did. For? Uh, health, happiness, um, you know, comic books, my lady friend, gutter trash, Eric Schomburg. That's about it. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> no, yeah, I, I feel pretty, I feel pretty good about, about things, so I'm pretty thankful. Alright, that's good, that's good. You? No. Nope. Nothing. No, nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. No, not a zip. Not a thing. <sighs> I will be thankful for sleep when I get it tonight. Yeah. Yes. It'll come like a welcome friend. <clears throat> yes, it will. And hopefully death will come with it. Ah, yes. Death during sleep. Yes. What we all pray for. It is. <laughs> I want to die on my feet. But I want to be sleepwalking. Right. It's kind of, you know, yeah, like the best yeah. of both worlds. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> I don't have a peanut butter sandwich in one hand and like one of those nightcaps, you know, like the long ones with the ball right, on right, there. Right, yeah, right. maybe some stripes yeah. and uh, maybe some uh, slippers. 
Right. You right. know, maybe uh, like an unbuttoned sort of like night shirt. Night shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I would just want to collapse on the floor. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> you should. Uh, you should totally uh, bring that look back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, uh, I totally should sleep like yeah, that. Yeah, I I thought about actually like seriously for the winter buying a union suit. You know those like big yeah. red ones with the ass flap. <laughs> <laughs> because those are so cool. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I had a good Thanksgiving. Moment. That's good. That's good. You got a lot of food. Had some I, had some, I had some food. Mm-hmm. I, I had some family. Uh, uh, just the family that lives here. Yeah, which would be my mom and dad. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was very uneventful, very boring. Had to teach my dad how to scan in text documents. Mm. Uh, oh, that's a Thanksgiving tradition. It since, is uh, yeah. since the pilgrims came over. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, today, Monday, first day back from the vacation, uh, I got the traditional "help." I don't know what I'm doing. Email from dad. From dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yes. (laughs) So I gotta, uh, go over there and, uh, help them figure out what's going on tomorrow. I'm sure you can handle it. I probably can. It'll be frustrating, but I'll get free food out of it. As I say, they'll probably hook you up. Yep. Usually do. Yeah. Yeah. I had, uh, I had, uh, two Thanksgivings, actually. One with, uh, my mom on, on Thanksgiving Day. I don't know why I'm being sarcastic about that. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, and, and and like you know, this this is crazy. It was me and my mom and Doogie, and that was our Thanksgiving. Well, yeah, my brother and his wife never showed up. Uh, I I stayed there from I got there at like noon, and I was there till about seven thirty. They didn't make it, um, which was a bummer. Um, my girlfriend was doing stuff with her family, so she you know. I pretty she much like yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they're doing the exact same time, so I couldn't yeah. blame her. And my cousin and her boyfriend uh, <clears throat> didn't make it because he was violently ill, and mm. she doesn't drive. Mm. So all these people that were supposed to show up couldn't make it. So, so did do you not hang out with his family? Uh, he his family either live in another state or he doesn't get along with them. Oh, so okay. yeah. Right. So yeah, he, uh, I thought he got along with his dad. He lived here. He hasn't talked to him in like, like two years. Okay. Yeah. Ever since the, the house. Yeah. Ever oh, since. Right. Yeah, his dad was the landlord of the house we used to live in, yeah. and then like when we moved out, there was a little bit of tension, right. and uh, he hasn't yeah. talked to him since. Right. Yeah. Well, I apologize <laughs> for bringing that up. Uh, uh, neither one of them are listening. Right. Um, but uh, and then yesterday, uh, we had a Thanksgiving lunch with uh, Kathleen's cousins. Or her cousin and her boyfriend. Her husband. Her cousin and her husband. And, uh, yeah, that was really good because <clears throat> the food was amazing. <clears throat> and I fell asleep on the couch watching the Santa Claus animated, like, claymation Christmas thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty good uh, uh-huh. holiday. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. And lots of Secret Wars reading on every single one of those days. Yeah. <laughs> like I finished it, actually I finished it last night at like, I was like, I'll, I'll have this done by 8 o'clock even like when we left there. Right. And it was like quarter after 10 when I finally finished reading them. And I was like, cause I was like, 
I was like, man, is this last issue like extra long? And I looked in the cover price. Yeah, there's more. So I was like, man, okay. Well, uh, you could have come over because I was up till two forty-five last night. Oh. Wow, yeah, we could have done the show. Last yeah. And then I had to get up at five. Oh, that's not a lot of sleep. It is not at all. Did you get a lot of sleep? Did you at least get a nap in tonight? Uh, I, I told you I fell asleep while yeah. playing a video. Yeah. <laughs> it's not much of a nap, but. <laughs> I'm not sure how long it was. <laughs> All I know is that uh, I was playing the game and then the phone rang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, time lapse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anything else exciting I did a review for our, our friend uh, Brian John Mitchell's uh, Nostalgia Equals Distortion blog. Where, where could one find that at? At uh, nostalgiaequalsdistortion.blogspot.com. There's no, nothing else? No other words? That's uh, it? Uh, I think that's it, yeah. It's got to be the shortest website name I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> but if you go to nostalgiaequalsdistortion.blogspot.com, uh, you'll be able to find my review of uh, Requiem for a Dream. Ass to ass. Ass to ass. <laughs> Read it, folks. I like to think that I made it funny. I don't know. Nobody responds to me at all. Uh-huh. No one talks to me. Uh-huh. No one encourages me. So no one plays play Secret Wars toys with you? No one plays Secret Wars toys with me. I, uh, I really am just playing for death tonight. Because uh, you know, I got nothing else going on, apparently. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Not even. We got drawn that next week. Yeah, That's pretty maybe. exciting. I don't know. Um, well, yeah, I need to go to that site. I told Brian I would try to write something for that pretty soon. I honestly keep forgetting about it, but I like the idea, right. um, and uh, I think that's fun. Um, so far, I'm the only one who has reviewed anything other than an album. So you can do any, you can do, is it just movies, albums, and books? That's it? Uh, I would guess. Uh, yeah. Any, I mean, I any sort of what media. else you would review. Right, right. Uh, like a play. How about a play? I guess you could. <laughs> um, if you really love to play that you haven't seen in a long time. So it's supposed to be something that you that love. That you get to see again. Can you pick something you hated as a child? But I don't know. But you've recently seen and you loved? I think it's about love. Uh, something that something you used you to love. Okay. And uh, that you haven't uh, seen in a while, at least a year. Okay. And uh, makes sense. what you think about it now, as opposed to what you used to think of it. Okay. And uh, I'll just tell you right now that uh, Requiem for a Dream was my number two favorite movie of all time. Spoiler. And now it is not. <laughs> it's either number so one. So that's the kind of thing that... Uh, that you can come to expect from a nostalgia equals distortion.blogspot.com. Shattered dreams. Shattered dreams. Someone crapping on your nostalgia. Yep. <laughs> That's what you should call it. Crapping on your nostalgia.blogspot.com. Yeah, yeah. Or something. Yeah. Crapping on your nostalgia equals distortion. .blogspot.blogger.com. .ca. Uh, yeah, 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 check it out. Check it out, folks. <clears throat> um, but Doinga. I don't know what that is. Me neither. Alright then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I didn't really do anything exciting lately either. Yeah. Nothing to report. Not that we have to, like, 
use this time to report on exciting things. Well, no, but... We can uh, jibber-jabber. We can jibber-jabber. We can just talk about things that happen. Yeah, yeah things that like happen in the world. Right. What do you think about... Did you hear... We're probably not going to get the, the railway that goes from Cleveland to Columbus to Cincinnati. Yeah, that's old news. Oh, I just heard about that this week. Yeah, that was like you know five weeks ago. That, what? That, that was uh, the uh, when we elected a new governor. He said that that's not happening. He crapped it on. He crapped he on. He crapped it? on it. Yep. Man, I was excited about riding trains. I was excited to have an alternate way to work. Mm-hmm. Although I don't think it would have uh, been much helpful. Well, they they said the average speed is you know thirty eight miles an hour. Yeah. 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 And that it was only going to run from like you know nine a.m. to like five p.m. Yeah, yeah. So really, just in all in all, just kind of pointless anyway. So fuck it. Yeah, but it was one of those things where I think the the federal government was issuing funds to the state just specifically for this, right? And then the state was going to you know like subsidize like whatever portion was remaining. But now it's not like they're going to give us the funds for something else. I think it's just we're out of luck. Right. And then, like, now there's, like, there's probably, I don't know how many thousands of jobs that that would have created, but. Eh, probably not too many. Yeah, maybe, like, a couple thousand. Probably. Yeah. Temporarily jobs to, yeah. to, to build it, at least, mm-hmm. and then, you know, some maintenance and some people to run it. Yeah. But, we could uh, use that, though, mm-hmm. here in Ohio. Could have used it, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, you know, I mean, at the same time, though, it was was not a thing that was actually going to be of much use to anyone. If it was only going to run a limited amount of, of time and also go half the speed <laughs> that it would actually take you to drive to any of those cities. Well, they said the top speed was 79 miles an hour, but they said the average, counting like all the stops and everything, it would be going right. somewhere in the 35 to 50 miles an hour. Right. Which but still... I understand. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can... You can drive to Cleveland in four hours, and if the train is going to take that same amount of time, then what's the point? But if you, what if you want to get drunk or draw or sleep on your way to Cleveland? Well, then uh, I would just not go to Cleveland and uh, get drunk, draw, and sleep here at home. Yeah. Well, then you could wake up in Cleveland. <laughs> I don't want to wake up in Cleveland drunk. <laughs> I've done it once. Yeah. And it was a frightening experience. Uh, yeah. And I hope to not exp- uh, repeat that. I don't know that I ever drink in Cleveland. I was I was there for a night. Went and saw Fu Manchu rock the house, play live. They're awesome live band. I uh, went up there one summer for like a couple days to hang out with my friend who was living up there. Uh, I was underage at the time, and we got super drunk <laughs> and watched Friday. <laughs> wow! Yeah. <laughs> As one does. As one does. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I had to wake up super early in the morning so that I could come home. Yeah. Uh, with my hangover. That's not fun. With my 17-year-old hangover. Uh, <laughs> did you get to sleep on the way home? Uh, I was driving. You were driving? No. Yes. Yeah. But if there had been a train, you could have rode that train home. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's for drunk kids. <laughs> like That's the angle they needed to play up on. <laughs> The Democrats are talking about jobs. We need to talk about drunk kids needing a ride. <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. No. I, I do want to ride a train sometime for a vacation. I think that would be a lot of fun. Cause, uh, Should we uh, take a train to Chicago? Can we? I don't think so. No. <laughs> I don't think there is one. Way to tease me. 
<laughs> you want some candy, little boy? Sorry, I don't have any candy. <laughs> That's what you did there. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I don't fly. I won't fly. But I don't want to drive. Uh, you know, it'd be nice to not have to drive a really long distance for vacation. Right. It'd be cool just to like chill. Right. So I, I'd love to take a train somewhere. You should fly. Nope. You should uh, be a man. Mm. Roll a pair of testicles. I've got testicles. Hey, you should fill them with uh, with the vigor my, and vim. My testicles don't like to be more than 30 feet off the ground. Uh, they'll never know the difference. <laughs> they will never know the difference. Oh. You should, uh, you should uh, sack up and take your lady friend uh, somewhere far away on a plane. No, I don't think so. Or you can go by yourself. That's fine. Oh, too. no. I would never... <laughs> I would never be on a plane by myself. Oh my god. It's kind of fun. Really? Uh, no, it's not, because people are annoying. Yeah. But, uh, I hate people. Uh, you seem to get along with everyone. So, you know, you'd be fine. Like, like literally, here's how terrified I am of flying. Like, seriously, like, I'm not kidding, I'm not exaggerating. If, if, if someone who was a renowned psychic, who was completely and 100% trustable, told me, like, Okay, you can either take this car ride across the nation and you you will get in a car accident. It you know, it's just going to happen. Or you can ride this airplane and you're not going to have any problems. You're not going to crash. I would take the car ride. Why? Because I would die of a heart attack 4 seconds into the plane ride. Why? I'm so deathly afraid of flying. Why? I don't know. I'm just it's like innate like, every time I think about it, it's just, like, everything that I fear in this world. Uh, like, the first time that I ever rode in a plane, you know, I was uh, afraid as well. Because uh, I don't, like, uh, I work on the second floor of a building at work. Yeah. And when I stand on the landing, I freak out. Like, when I can see the lobby, right, yeah. you know, one floor below me, I <laughs> panic. Right. You know, so I'm 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 with you. I, I don't like being up in the air. I, I I don't like heights. I don't like. I'm claustrophobic, and I have control issues where I don't want someone else in charge. Like I would rather be driving a car off a cliff than having someone else fly me around. <laughs> <clears throat> but but you know, once you actually do it, mm-hmm. and, and also uh, as long as your first experience flying is actually on a big plane and not one of those little charter pieces of shit, right. you're, you're going to be fine. Really? You you will be fine. Your ears will pop, and that will be uncomfortable, and someone is at some point going to put their ass in your face. Beyond that, you're you know, going to be fine. You know, actually, I need an ear popping, because as I've told you, for like the last six weeks, I've, my ears have been stopped up and ringing. Right. Maybe I should just get on a plane. Maybe you should. <laughs> you know, you take a... Take a sleeping pill. And just knock yourself out. Like a B.A. Bracca style. Yeah. Some milk with a with a Mickey in it. Yeah. <sighs> Man, I don't know. I'd probably have horrible nightmares and I would die in my sleep. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've uh, been on a plane with my parents and I've been on a plane uh, by myself and uh, it's fine. Wow. Where'd you fly by yourself? Uh, to Las Vegas. Yeah. And uh, I had some old man who continuously... Uh, Kept sticking his ass in my face uh, on the way there. Uh, was he sitting next to you or in front of you? I was, uh, 
It was uh, a plane that uh, had uh, three rows on the left and then three rows on the right. Nothing uh, in the middle? Nothing in the middle. Okay. Uh, I was uh, sitting on the uh, the edge, on the, on the aisle, and this old man just kept standing up and just uh, turning around, putting his ass in my face. Are you allowed to stand up? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you are? Okay. I mean, I mean, obviously, within reason, don't you know, fucking jog around the thing or anything. Right, right. right. And I'm sure nowadays, with all like the terror alerts and you know people getting raped and the uh, the security lines, that doesn't help. Yeah, that doesn't help me either. And like, just go through the fucking scanner. And like I said, just go through the fucking scanner. <laughs> this is my thing, people. Just go through the goddamn scanner. It takes two fucking seconds, and they see a digitized X-ray of you. Who gives a shit? Go through the scanner. You don't have to worry about getting touched by anyone. Go through the fucking scanner, you assholes. Well, there's options? Yeah. You get to go through the scanner. They do a full body scan so that they can see underneath your clothes. And if you refuse to, then that's when they start groping your nuts. Who would refuse? People just don't want to... I don't want them to see me naked. But isn't that like an x-ray? Yeah. It's like like a digital representation of you naked. And it takes two seconds. Right. Yeah. Whereas it takes like five minutes for them to feel you up. Right. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to be violated by them seeing a digitized outline of me. I'd rather them stick their fingers in my asshole. Yeah. So all you assholes out there refusing to go through the scanner, fuck you and die. (laughs) I remember hearing uh, Henry Rollins talk about going through uh, airport security and like how, how, like, um, frustrating it was for him and right. this was prior to 9-11 right yeah um so i can only imagine how frustrated that man is now because right. he goes through, i mean like he travels a lot constantly yeah right. and he's a uh, by nature a pretty uh angry angry yeah. frustrated short, uh, i wouldn't say short attention span but i would say short like tempered short tempered yeah. he, he seems to have like a little add you know yeah, adhd yeah. whatever they call it now uh but yeah, yeah, I can only imagine how horrible that is for him. Though. I have not flown since uh, you know the world ended, mm-hmm. so I don't know anything about that. But uh, the, the security thing wasn't that big of a problem back you know in two thousand. Right, the last time I flew. So you know, who knows? Well, that's pretty convenient. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah. So uh, one other thing I wanted to mention before I get to my movie pick, if that's okay. Right. Oh yeah. What's yeah. Uh, Wendy's, the uh, fast food restaurant. Based here in Columbus, Ohio. Ooh, Dublin, Ohio, I believe, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All Some, I know is that in Columbus, there's a Wendy's on every street corner. Yeah. Oh, no, I know. No, I, I think yeah. you're right. I think yeah. it is Columbus, but Dublin's Dublin, like the area, area of yeah, Columbus. Yeah. Uh, they have uh, revamped their french fries. Oh. Yeah. Spiced them up? Uh, no, but uh, they, they've redone them. They're, they're all natural with sea salt. Really? Yeah. They've got the potato skins still on them. Who? Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) How's that bullshit? Because I just had them today. I went to Wendy's for lunch. And they are the same shitty fucking fries that they have always had. Just a little bit of potato skin. Just a little bit of potato skin (laughs) on it. And... Not only that, but uh, whenever I eat McDonald's, again, I've, I've mentioned before, I try not to. Right, right. But uh, whenever I eat McDonald's, especially their fries, uh, I get, uh, I burp a lot, and I get a lot of fry aftertaste Ooh, yeah. from McDonald's fries. I got that with the Wendy's fries today. But not before. But not before. Ooh. So they're worse. Oh, no. 
I love, but when, they're just as fucking soggy and instantly cold yeah, as they always are. That is the thing about Wendy's fries. When I when I used to go to Wendy's, like I haven't been since I stopped eating meat because I used to always eat their chicken sandwiches. Yeah. But whenever I would go through a Wendy's, I would have to eat the fries in the car on the way home, yep. lest they are horrible. Yep. And uh, and I love Wendy's fries in barbecue sauce. Yeah. So if I'm not eating at the restaurant... I'm but not- you have to get them right out of the fryer. Exactly. Because any exposure to air right. turns them fucking below zero. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm driving, usually. And they're wet. I, I, I'm driving, and I have to peel like the barbecue sauce packet open and dip my fries in there and eat while driving. Yeah. Like, it was... I think it's a, uh, probably probably a safer for this town that I'm a vegetarian, because I used to do that a lot. I ate Wendy's a lot. <laughs> I probably endangered myself and others many a time. Yeah. So, uh, fuck Wendy's and their new fries, because they're sh- just as shitty as always. Wow. Yeah. What was worse, Secret Wars or Wendy's fries? Wendy's fries. Wow! <laughs> you don't like those fries. I did not. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so uh, I'm going to pick a movie and then we can get the hell out of here. Movie I'm picking. This is it, folks. This yeah. is the one. The one? The one. It's the one we've all been waiting for. The year that we broke contact? Uh, 2010? That, that's 2010. That's yeah. the year we made contact. But uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I thought, I thought we were going to do that sometime this year. Uh, no. Oh, I thought that was the plan. No. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. Uh, I never planned on watching that movie. Really? Yeah. I, thought, I thought we made a plan a long time ago to watch I saw that. Saw it on uh, New Year's Day uh, last year, you know, because because it was fitting. All right. And uh, yeah, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, I got my my fill of John John Lithgow and Dexter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's all I need. Yeah. Uh, uh, watch some Harry and the Hendersons, maybe. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, this is this is uh, the big one. This is the one that uh, we've been waiting for for months. This is the one that uh, we have been waiting for with bated breath. This is the most exciting movie pick what? that I will make. What are we talking about here? This is the big one. This is this is uh, this is excitement, <laughs> excitement uh, uh, personified. Oh man, we are gonna watch the human centipede. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are. Wow, yeah, what's better than ass to ass? Ass to ass. That's the mouth. That's what. <laughs> awesome. I had completely forgot about that. <laughs> Sweet. Human centipede. First sequence? First sequence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope it's good so that we can also, in the future, watch the full sequence. Because that's coming. I gotta admit, I'm really afraid when I saw this trailer, I was like, that doesn't even look fun bad, it just looks bad. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see. Well, you can't veto it. I don't know, I'm not vetoing it. I know, I'm just saying that even if you wanted to, you could not. Really? Yeah. Wait, wait, why? Uh, That's not fair. Because, uh, we're gonna have a guest on that show. And, uh, that person, I think, would, uh, overpower you, uh, as far as, uh, you vetoing it. Oh, really? Yeah. Because uh, she's pretty much the whole reason that uh, this is happening. Oh, is it the Kathleen Coyle? It is the Kathleen Coyle. She'll okay. be the guest on the next episode. I, I human centipede. I do have a rule where I won't veto something if one of our guests is banging me. Right. Yeah. 
That's why you didn't veto uh, the, the the creature walks among us. That's right. Because Matt, Matt Brassfield, Brassfield was banging you. Yep. <laughs> and what a banging it was. Oh, yeah. Him the beard. <laughs> oh, the beard doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> I mean, it, well, it shapes, good shapes a little. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm, st- I'm still using uh, lotion on my ball sack. But who isn't these days? It's true. I, I, every day. <laughs> you got to tenderize. you got to soften that skin, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> this is going in a weird place. Yeah. Human centipede! Just like our, my lotion does. Human centipede, first sequence. First sequence. I'm kind of excited. I'm super excited. I think it's going to suck, but I'm excited. <laughs> I hope it sucks in the best way possible. Yeah. I hope it is a, I hope it's room bad. The room? The yeah. Room. Nothing can be. Uh, no, nothing can be. On the other hand, I hope that it is amazing. Yeah? Like, yeah. Le- like legitimately like good. Legitimately good. I want to see a good fucked up horror movie. That would be amazing, but I don't expect that. I don't expect that either. But I'm hoping, at least, very least, for fun. Yeah. 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 Human Centipede. First sequence. Let's do this. Watch it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh... And as always, uh, as a contest, uh, the first one of our listeners who sews his mouth to another's asshole uh, will win a free copy of The Human Centipede on Blu-ray. <laughs> Good luck! Yeah. <laughs> but remember, it's only the first one in, so right, if you're right. the second one, you know, there's not even a door prize. I'm right, sorry. yeah, yeah. But we will post the photos online. Right, right. Let's go. All right. All right. See you guys. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time. <laughs>